Have you ever felt OP? You know, out of place. Out of place. Have you ever felt shy, underconfident, you know, duda, uncertain? Have you ever felt that way? Maybe someone invited you to a birthday party or a wedding or pumasok ka sa uh, new classroom or new office. Alam mo yung feeling na alanganin? Okay, sh- give me an example. Walter, can you show me an example? Okay, Walter, just go here. Just go. Okay, kunyari ito, there's the birthday uh, celebrant. Nakaupo siya sa mesa, may birthday cake, at nandun yung mga relatives niya, yung mga friends niya. You were invited, and medyo late, konti lang. Tapos dumating ka at binabati mo yung birthday celebrant. Okay? Show me what it's like, but you feel a little bit shy. You know, nahihiya. Nahihiya kasi wala siyang kasama. Oh, anong itsura nun? Tinin mo yung, yung kuba niya, kung saan nakapwesto yung mga kamay niya. Masdan mo yung mga actions. Okay, go ahead. Sige. Ano, uh, oh, in-invite ka nila? Oh, kain ka na, kain na, kain ka na. Kumain din. Okay, alright. Nakaka-relate kayo. Sino nakaka-relate? Minsan, no? Gutom na gutom ka nung tinawagan kila. Kain ka na. Kunyari pa, oh. Okay, now this time, Walter, another one. Same scenario, but this time you're so confident. Malakas ang loob mo, you know you belong. Shucks. Yan. Kain ka na, Walter. Oh, una mata. Okay. All right. Good job. Thank you. Ba? Iba talaga pag uncertain. Have you ever felt that way at church? Have you ever come to worship and you felt, I don't, I'm not into it. You know, I don't feel it today. Wala akong kasama. Asan yung nag-invite sa akin? <laughs> Wala yung... Have you ever felt that way? First time at worship or maybe even today? Maybe, kasi minsan pag galing tayo sa isang long week of hectic schedules, you've been so busy, you didn't have time to, well, you didn't take the time to do your devotionals, you know, to pray, Pagdating sa service, wala kang dalang offering. Have you ever felt unworthy to worship? Have you ever felt that? Just, uh, you know, I, I don't belong. God doesn't want to see me today. I'm not worthy. I haven't been, sabi natin, a good boy or a good girl. Well, I want to talk to you today about getting confidence to worship. Everybody say confidence to worship. Confident to worship God. Confident to come boldly into His presence without fear and uncertainty, without feeling ashamed and out of place. The kind of feeling that is just natural. It's easy. There's no hindrances. And the first thing is that God's love, write that word love, 
It's God's love for me. That's the basis. Okay? Kabasihan. Yung dahilan. Motivation. For my worthiness. Right? Now, worthiness and confidence. Alam mo, hindi yung ating performance ang kabasihan ng worthiness. You are not worthy because of you. God makes you worthy because of Jesus. <laughs> so, the problem is, if you feel and act underconfident and unworthy, parang yung actions ni Walter kanina, yung first scenario, nahihiya, feeling, you know, asan yung mga kamay dito? At marami nag-worship ng ganun. You know, pagpasok sa worship, parang ganun, o ganyan. And there are, you know, walang masama na ganyan. Pero there's actions na makikita mo sa tao and there's feelings na nararanasan ng tao which is screaming the message, I don't feel comfortable here. I don't feel free to be myself, to really relax in this place. To really, f- I don't feel worthy to be here. Ang feelings na I don't belong. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate? And if you feel that way sa presensya ng Diyos, in church, at worship time, because of, and ang dahilan kung bakit na you feel that way is because you've got sins na tinatago. You've got things sa buhay mo na alam mo hindi pleasing sa Diyos. At meron ka mga, you know, track record lately of not really doing the things that you feel you should do, that God wants you to do. Nagawa mo na yung hindi maganda at hindi mo ginagawa yung maganda. At sa pagdating sa worship, alam mo naman, hindi, hindi ayos ang buhay mo. Kaya, hindi ka may bigay todo sa worship. At kung ganun ang feeling mo, what about the other scenario? Punyari lang. You have come from a week where maaring nagka-encounter mo lang, nagka-attend ka sa encounter, o kaya, um, you know, you had done seven out of seven na araw ng, ng devotionals mo. Maaring uh, nakapag-cell group that week. nakapag uh, at tinabi mo na yung tithe, so may dala ka ng tithes and offerings, and uh, mayro may ka pang na-invite na bago, mas grabe yung kasalanan niya kaysa sa'yo, kaya feeling mo medyo a little bit mas advanced ako. So may, and, so, and if these things, and then pagdating sa service na andun yung mga friends mo, and they encouraged you, Oh, salamat bro. Thank you for serving last week. Oh, you, you know, you're a big help to the church. You're an asset. God bless you. Wow. Oy. So, biglang na pagdating sa worship, ha? Hindi na sa likuran. Nandito, pwede ka na sa harapan. First three rows. Kasi you feel confident now. Tapos yung worship band kompleto, 
And then the songs that they played were the ones familiar sa'yo, gustong-gusto mo yung beat. So, ito, ito ba ang mga nagpapalakas ng loob mo sa worship? That because of these other things, especially your own good performance or behavior, now, all of a sudden, you can really worship God more freely. You can lift your hands. You sing louder. Alam mo, ang problema doon is sinong bida doon? Ikaw o si Jesus? You see what I'm saying? Kasi madalas nakikita, nakikita ko ito na, okay, it's good na bigay todo. We should do that every time. We should worship God with all of our heart, with all of our voice, all the time, even on your worst week. Even when you committed a sin last night. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to be a hypocrite. Listen to me. A hypocrite is a person pretending to be someone he is not. Okay? Nowhere is a worshiper a sinless person or a, uh, a, blame, a faultless person. Sinless because Jesus cleansed our sins. So now they're sinless. But it doesn't mean faultless. faults tayo. But if you are a worshiper, but you pretend to not be an extravagant worshiper, yun ang hypocrite. Hindi yung believer ka, and then may sin sa buhay mo, you, you have you know, some sin in your life, but you worship God with confidence. Kung akala mo yan ang hypocrite, mali. Eh, Papa, kunyari, kunyari, I love God, pero I did some sins. No, that's still consistent with who you are. You're a worshiper. Are you, follow, are you following me? Ang hypocrite is you're a worshiper, but because of some bad performance lately, because of some bad sins or attitudes or nagawa kay ni misis, you know, now you act like you're not a worshiper. That's the hypocritical actions. Not now you're a worshiper and you show it. I'm just trying to build your confidence to worship. It's not based on you. It's based on God's love for you. It's not based on your love for God. I want you to love God. You will, I promise you, you will love God effortlessly when you believe and receive His love for you. But confidence to worship does not come from your love for God. It comes from His love of you. We only love because He first loved us. First John 4.16 says, We know, not only know in our head, but we believe the love that God has for us. Siguro lahat ng Pilipino alam nila na God is love. For God so loved the world that He gave His... Um, you know those, you know those. Kikita mo, God loves you, God bless us. We know that God, we know. 
that God loves the whole world. But you need to know and believe that he loves you because you're not the whole world. You're just you and I'm just me. So if you believe God loves the whole world, but you're having a hard time believing and receiving that he could love me. Yanang kabasihan for confidence. And if I know and believe that God loves me, it changes me. It really produces a change. Ephesians 3.19, Paul said, I, I'm praying that you will come to know, really know his love and that you'll be so completely filled with the very nature of God, the DNA, the very lifeblood, natural instincts of God inside of you. You'll be filled with God's nature, God life. The Greek word is zoe. Zoe. You'll be f completely filled. Why? Because you knew, you know his love. You believe it. In 1 John 4, 18, perfect love, it casts out fear. Timidity. Yung, yung duda. in OP. Those feelings that I, I don't belong here. What if... Ayoko na maging hypocrite. Those kind of thoughts and feelings. Perfect love. Cast those out. It drives them away from your emotions and your thinking. But the perfect love is not your loving God. You don't love God perfectly. Me too. Maski nasabi mo, well, that's the greatest command. Thou shalt. Love the Lord thy God with all, which is a good command. It's the greatest. Jesus said, He quoted it. You love the Lord your God with all your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind and all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. But have you been consistent? Have you loved the Lord your God with, come on, with all your heart, really? All the time? No, me too. Thousands of years and no one has been able to obey that commandment perfectly. Nobody did it except Jesus. And so, fluctuating love does not cast out fear. Trying hard love, trying hard to perform doesn't drive out fear and shame and worry and doubts and feelings of inferiority but the perfect love is not your love for God it's his love for you he says that real love is this not that we loved God but that he loved us and gave his son as a sacrifice that's the word again propitiation to, to, to absorb away all of our sins and number two is that Aside from it, God's love is the basis, but God's presence. Everybody say God's presence. God's presence, a presencia ng Dios. It is the booster. Sabi mo boost. Nag-boost, nag-lift. It's the booster of my worthiness. 
and confidence. It's the booster. Alam mo, kapag nung bata ako, I have three brothers. Two of them are bigger and older. So, nasa grade one ako. And doon sa elementary school namin, ang grade one, pasok sa grade one, hanggang four. Ang elementary school niyan, grade one to four. Meron din kami five and six middle school ng tawag doon. Pero while I was going grade one, si Kuya, my brother Rex, was going grade four. Uy, parang senior na siya. Kasi sa school na yan, siya yung nasa highest grade. And they were doon sa dulo ng hallway. Na kung saan, parang in the mind of a first grader, going to a new school, niiwan kami ng parents doon. Kakabahan. Can you imagine the fear? Sino sa inyo natandaan na yung grade 1, na first day of school? And nagwe-wave bye-bye na si mami. Ha? Don't leave me! Ah, you know, there are all of these new people around. Some of them look like, you know, ina-assume na puro bully sila lahat. And then the teachers, sungit. And it, it's so, it's a terrifying feeling for a child. But when I looked way down at the end of the hall, I saw my big brother in the same hallway. Not the same classroom, but the same hallway. And every time I would go out the door of our classroom, at kita ko yung kuya ko, matangkad. I could see him. And then he's very confident. Siyempre, four years na siya doon. Ito yung pang fourth year. And marami siyang barkada and he's the, you know, big, big guy on the campus. When I saw my brother, presensya pa lang niya, na-boost yung confidence ko. Nawala yung feelings of fear. Psalms chapter 23 and verse 4 says, Even when I must walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger. I fear no danger. I, f- I, have no, I, I fear not. I have... Well, uh, Wala nang worry, walang takot, hindi ako nahihiya. Why? Because you are with me. Your rod and your staff reassure me. Friends, listen to me. When you come into the presence of God, it's not supposed to, it should not make you feel awkward. It should not make you feel weird or uncomfortable. Na, Jacks, and then you know, a very slow song na, eh, bumababa ng presensya ng Diyos. I, eh, eh, yung mga ibang kasama, nag, talagang nag-worship, nakapikit, nakataas ang kamay. Mag-speaking in tongues, naku, ano ba to? Opi ako. Parang, alam mo, may mga, na kumakati na ang mo, na yung gusto mong umalis. Alam mo yung feeling na parang, Get me out of here. Ano ba to? It should not do that. If you have, um, you know, nahihiya ka, or you feel awkward in worship, it's one of two things. These are the, one, matutroubleshoot mo yan. But I, sh- I assure you, the problem is not with the worship band. And the problem is not with God. 
I can assure you. It's, here's the troubleshoot. It's one of two things. Number one is you lost awareness of God's presence. You lost, you had somehow, you, yung, yung na awareness mo napunta sa ibang bagay, hindi sa presensya ng Diyos. Baka ang awareness mo ay napunta doon sa ibang church members. At doon na ang focus. Hindi sa presensya ng Diyos. Baka ang nasa isip mo, yung mga katabi mo. O yung sound system. O yung lyrics. O kung wala lyrics, yung lack of lyrics. O kung anong mga iba pang technicalities. Pero you've lost the awareness of the real issue of why we are gathered here. God's presence is here. Why would you why would you ignore that and focus on someone and their, their presence is important, but that's not the main thing? Are, are you feeling me? Are you feeling me? So if you have this Hindi confidence of worship, it's because you, you lost awareness of God's presence. God's present. Don't, don't let that opportunity pass you by. To engage Him, receive from Him, be touched by Him and touch Him. Hear His voice. Feel His embrace. <laughs> Please, don't belittle the presence of God. It can change your life. The second problem is that if you are aware of the presence of God, but you have a distorted thinking about Him, Maling akala. Akala mo galit siya sa'yo. Akala mo hindi kanya tinatanggap. Akala mo mas tumitingin ng Diyos sa iyong mga kasalanan kaysa sa perfection ni Jesus. Alam mo, when we worship, God accepts your praises. Inuulit ko, God accepts your praises without regard to your performance. Hindi niya tinatanggap na ang praises mo basi sa goodness mo. Tinatanggap niya yung praises mo based on the perfection and the beauty and the righteousness of Jesus. So please keep in your mind the disconnect. You should do good, but that does not qualify you to worship. You should obey God, bring tithes, do devotionals, but that is not the qualification that makes you worthy. And not doing it does not disqualify you. Because our worthiness is based on God's love for us and what Jesus did for us. It always, always, always goes back to these two things. Not who am I and what do I do, but who is Jesus and what has He done? It always goes back to that. Number three, God's lo love and presence, both. There's two, point, two visuals I want to give you. It both covers me it covers me. Imagine cover, like an umbrella covers me. This is a good size umbrella, right? 
This is, I like a big umbrella. You know, ayoko yung mga maliit, yung parang half body. You know, it only covers a part. I like an umbrella that covers me. Yeah? So when there's rain, I don't get hit. I don't get wet. You like an umbrella that covers you. Imagine the rain. Now, rain is good, but what if it was a rain of um, fire or hail or putik? You know, something na masama. Acid rain or something. Maganda na mayroon kang covering. And you know that God's love and His presence is a shield to protect you, to cover you. His, His, His presence is there. Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, I got protection here. I got covering. I'm under cover. Yeah, I'm under cover. And it also catches me. Now, among a painter, pintor, they, they have something like, not banig, but they have like a tarp. Just imagine, just lay it there. Imagine I'm painting or I, I have something very messy. And with this one, because I don't want to destroy the tiles. I don't want to make a mess of my life. I don't want to ruin my relationships. I don't want to ruin my relationship with God. Ayoko na pumalpak. Sinong Christian na gustong pumalpak sa kanyang buhay ng Kristiyano? We don't want that. But you know what? Many times we do things messy. We make mistakes. We spill things. We drop things, break things. We have weaknesses. We have failures. We don't do everything right. Does that disqualify you from worshiping God? But what if it was on Saturday night and you didn't yet cry and beat yourself up and repent, you know, and be... Does that... Is that reason why you should just not come to church? Before coming to worship. A lot of Christians think that way. You know, maybe you don't say it, but you might feel it. worship man ako doon sa likod. Doon sa baba. Pagkatapos ng worship, iwas ako sa fellowship. Doon ako sa kabilang pwesto. You know, God's love and His presence is like a catch basin. Alam mo yung Alam mo yung mga trapeze artists, yung mga those, whee! And they do flips in the air, then they catch the other rope or what. What happens when they fall? Not if, because they all fall. You just don't see them fall. Right? And you know what? All of the worship team falls to sin. You just don't see it. And you know what? Your pastor falls, fails, makes messes. You probably just don't see it. But just like you fall, we have the love of God that catches us. Just like the, the net, you know? He catches us when we fall. So that there's that grace of God. There's that acquittal of God. 
a protection, the assistance of God to redeem our situation, to restore our marriage or reputation or our, our rights, you know, our, our fellowship with the Lord. It, it can, it, it's there to always catch us. So God's love and His presence covers us and it, and it catches us. His, the sacrifice of Jesus takes away all of our sins. And I want to end up with, uh, by the way, if homework assignment, you guys go and read Hebrews chapter 10, the whole chapter. You just read that. But I want to move on to one last thing. That if you remember some weeks ago, I shared with you the difference between Peter and John. Peter was the disciple na tumayo with all sincerity, with all confidence, promised to Jesus, I will never forsake you. Sabini Jesus, one of you will betray me. But Peter said, not me. I'm ready to suffer and even die with you. Malakas ang loob niya. He was very confident. Makikita mo dyan, when Peter stood up and promised in front of all the others, kikita mo na isang disciple who is very self-confident. He had self-confidence. The problem is, that is misplaced confidence. Because it was confidence in his love and commitment to Jesus. Now you might think, well, what's wrong with that? Lord, and we should commit to God? Yes, but that should not be where you base your worthiness and confidence. Unlike John, the disciple who was leaning against Jesus' bosom, leaning. He was, they were sitting at the table and John was leaning onto the Lord. Imagine leaning on someone. It reminds me of Proverbs 3, 5 to, uh, 5 to 6, where it says, trust in the Lord and don't lean on your own understanding. He was leaning into the love, the bosom, the, the place of love of the Lord. And John was not confident in self. He was confident in Jesus' love for him. Kaya nung nagsusulat si John ng kanyang book, John, the book of John, makikita mo doon pa ulit-ulit when he refers to himself. He doesn't just say John. He says, the disciple who Jesus loved. Grabe. Ang pagtingin niya, ang pagtawag ni John sa sarili niya is <clears throat> the disciple who Jesus loved. Na hindi mayabang yan. Hindi niya sinasabi niya, hindi minamahal ni Jesus yung may ibang disciples. Any one of the disciples could have said that about themselves. Even Judas, who was a friend of Jesus, he, Judas could have written a book and called himself the disciple who Jesus loved. And it would have been true. Despite yung ginawa niya, it still would have been true. Because Jesus loved Judas. And any one of you could say that about yourself too. It's not just John. 
Jesus, it wasn't that Jesus loved John more than the others. John believed it more than the others. John received that. And so John based his confidence not in his love for Jesus, but in Jesus' love for him. And so Peter, self-confident, he represents a law-keeping mindset. Law-keeping. I'll do it. I'll, or I, I'll not do it. But thou shalt not, I'll not do it. Susunod ako sa mga utos ng Panginoon. Lahat ng binibigay niya sa akin, gagawin ko. Kaya kong sumunod sa lahat ng mga utos. I can commit. I can obey. I can follow. I can do it. Sa sariling lakas. And the result of a law-keeping mindset, a.k.a. ang tawag nito is a religious mindset, the, the result is self-righteousness and a guilty conscience. Okay, self-righteousness and guilty conscience are opposite, uh, opposite standings on the same spectrum. Okay, follow me, follow me. Look at this. Kasi pag maganda ang performance mo sa law-keeping, you're obeying the law very good. You're, well, good according to you. Okay? But when you're doing good and you're obeying all the laws, then you become self-righteous. Because I've been doing good, my performance is good, ngayon, I'm self-righteous. Lalo na kapag tingin ka sa ibang tao na hindi sumusunod sa mga commandments. Ay, dapat hindi ganyan. Naglalasing yan, masama yan. Nagsusugal yan. Eh. Kasi bakit? Bakit malakas ang loob mo na, na i-point out yung kasalanan ng iba? Kasi hindi mo ginagawa yung sin na yan. Iba yung ginagawa mong sin. Pero hindi yan. Kaya malakas ang loob mo na sabihin na, eh, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Hindi dapat ganyan. Ha? Hindi makalugod-lugod sa Diyos yan, mga yan. So now you feel self-righteous. Until such time na bumagsak ka at nag-give in ka sa temptation, and it's only a matter of time. Because pride comes before a fall. So now when you fall, and you fall into sin, now you get a guilty conscience on the other extreme. Dito ka, self-righteous. Ha! Tingnan mo. And then when you fall, you get a guilty conscience. And you cannot easily go to church. You cannot feel like confident to worship. It's because of guilt. You might give more money because of guilt. You might be religious and do some rituals because of guilt. But you'll never really have a true life change. Because, why? Ang basis is you. Ang bida ay ikaw, hindi si Jesus. Because ang mindset mo is law-keeping. But when you're like John, he represents a Jesus disciple mindset. Now what is a disciple? A disciple is a learner. And the disciples were not perfect. Amen. A disciple is not perfect, but a disciple was chosen. So we more chosen. Can you say to your katabi, you are chosen. So yung alam ni John that he was chosen. Alam ni John that he's not perfect, but he's very aware that he was chosen. 
I'm one of the 12. I'm in. I'm chosen. I'm one of his disciples. And that gave him confidence. It did not make him feel proud. It made him feel chosen. And a disciple is a learner. So I'm not perfect, but I'm learning. I'm not perfect, but I'm beloved. The be- John the beloved. The one that Jesus loved. And the result is boldness to worship with a clean conscience. Boldness to worship with a clean conscience. And I pray, friends, that you will have confidence to worship. And ang confidence mo ay hindi base sa numbers of people. I pray that even if there's only uh, three or four people, you could still worship the same as if there's 300. That if there is uh, only a guitar but not full band, you could st- or even a cappella, or a guitar with only four or three strings, you could still worship. <laughs> because our worship and our yung acceptability natin sa Diyos ay hindi base sa mga ito. And definitely, hindi base sa performance mo or sa goodness mo or law-keeping mo, hindi yan ang kabasihan ng pagtanggap ng Diyos ng iyong pagsamba. It's His presence. It's His love for you. It's not your love to Him. It's not how you worship, how well you sing, or how good your week has been, or how much money you gave, or how many laws you obeyed. Hindi yan ang basis. It's His love for you. It's not your worthiness. It's the worthiness of Jesus. In the Old Testament, the priest never inspected the one who brought an offering. They always inspected the offering. The one who brought the offering, it's a given. That person is a sinner. Wala nang hindi na kailangan i-check yun. Kasi talagang, kaya nandun siya eh. Kaya siya nagdala ng offering because he's a sinner. Kaya nandito tayo. Because we were sinners. And we brought and are still bringing the offering, which is the Lamb of God that took away the sins of the world. And so it's not a matter of if you're worthy. It's all a matter of if He's worthy. Last verse. It's so important. I don't want, to forget, I don't want you to lose this. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 4, hanggang 6. Now we have such confidence in God through Christ. Can you put it on the screen? That's an important verse. Now we have such confidence in God through Christ that by ourselves, we are not qualified in any way to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter or the laws kill but the Spirit gives life. Manalangin tayo. Thank you, Lord, for your abundance of grace and your gift of acceptableness in your sight. Lord, as we worship, let there be an amazing, a real breakthrough. Lord, as we come into your presence, that we will not analyze ourselves. We will not uh, check if we're good enough. 
we will just check Jesus' worthiness and highlight his perfection. Jesus, we exalt you, magnify you. You are our reason for worship. You're our motive. You're our basis. You're our qualification. You are the whole uh, totality of worship from A to Z. Lord, as we come, we carry the ark of Jesus. We carry the covenant that you made with us through Christ. And give us that confidence, Lord, that we would not worship in a weird, awkward feeling. We will worship with great confidence and boldness. Coming to your throne of grace and receiving so much, an abundance of grace and that gift of righteousness. In Jesus, we thank you. Amen. Amen.